slurped while you said that just fyi <laughs> it's candid it's candid and we are two women sitting in a room with three cats and two boxes of shit <laughs> um yeah three cats in this tiny space and I actually did clean out their litter box. It's clean and fresh just for you. Mm, I you. replaced the air fresheners. But yeah, um, there was a lot of poop in one of those litter boxes. One of them they only pee in. One of them they poop in. Hey. The poop one's disgusting. I feel like the pee one would be. I mean, it's not as bad. I feel like it's easier to clean like that one because it's smaller. Oh. But the big one, it's like constant. You just keep finding new ones. Yeah. It's like the gold rush like up in there. Excavating. Yeah. <laughs> it takes it takes a lot of work. So you should have seen how big the bag was. Oh, speaking of cat poop. Mm. Um Liberty, Michael and I went to play tennis this morning. And when I got home oh. <laughs> you were like what? Where does the cat poop yeah. go? Um, when I got home, I walked inside and I started walking towards my coffee table to put my stuff down, and I kicked something. Ew! And I looked down and it was a cat turd. You kicked it. Mm-hmm. Thank God I didn't step on it. Yeah, that could have been just so bad. Kicked it. It was just like not even near the litter box. It's disgusting. It's like, what is going on? He must have just, like, like had a dingleberry. <laughs> and it just fell off right there. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> well, that happens when you have a cat with long hair. <laughs> Ew, that's so gross. Yeah. Yeah, the other day, Bailey was saying, I like cats with long hair because you can't see their butthole as much. And then her cat, Catman, did a little stretch. And I was like, I can literally see his whole butthole. Like, what are yeah. you talking about? It's yeah. a lie. You wish you had short hair cats. They're easier. Like, maybe at some angles you can't see their butthole because of their hair. But what you can see is the dry <laughs> shit all over the hair surrounding their butthole. That's disgusting. Like, that is why Rufus had the nickname Mr. Poopy Butt. Mr. Or Mr. Poopy, Poopy, Poopy Pants. Mr. Oh. Mr. Poopy Pants mm. when he was younger because tiny kittens or little cats have looser poops. Tend to, anyway. Mr. Poopy Butt. Mr. I used Poopy to, Butt. Every morning I would have to check his butt and um, for like the first year of his life. And... To make sure he wasn't, like, dragging poop around? Yeah. And most of the time, he would have some poop on there, so I would take him every morning, take him to the mm-hmm. sink and scrub his butt with a washcloth while he would freak out, you know? Oh, my God. The kittens were like, what the fuck is that? That was a great cat imitation. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah. You're just fulfilling your motherly duties. I am. I am. And I'm I only wish to do this with an animal and not a human child. Mm, yeah. No, human shit's way worse. Yeah. 
Yeah, you just get peed on all the time, pooped on. Yeah. Food everywhere. Children shit is the reason why Pizza Ranch makes me want to vomit. <laughs> That's disgusting. I didn't even think about that. Because one time I went to Pizza Ranch with my friend and her like family friend who had like just had a baby and we were eating. Baby had some food. When we got home, there the baby had a giant blowout with just orange like soft poop everywhere and i was like that's what pizza ranch did you (laughs) that is pizza (laughs) and i will not be eating it again (laughs) i'm scarred i still i think about that every time i hear pizza ranch that's disgusting Uh uh-huh no that's what i think of you're welcome because (laughs) that place is gross gross no babies are disgusting you know what i was thinking our podcast is basically a poop podcast. It really is. A poop cast. We can't stop talking about poop. But like any sort of bodily bodily things. I feel like we're always talking about it. I feel like my parents growing when I was growing up, they just like shamed me so much for talking about poop. Uh, yeah. That like they were like Logan, you need to stop talking about poop. You're gonna get in trouble, and I feel like since I felt like I couldn't talk about it, now it's just part of my it's personality. It's liberating. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't think about that. <laughs> no, that's so funny. That's like how I was gonna make a comparison, but now I don't know. Mm. Oh, there's gnats everywhere. <laughs> but it's because we don't always get all the dishes. <gasps> Did you get it? Nice. Bug yeah. killer. Yeah. Um, pork chop was trying to catch a gnat earlier today, and he just st- sat and stared at it. Mm-hmm. And they, like, don't even try and get it. They're city cats. Yeah. It's like some instinct in them is activated but like it's not completely there anymore because Mm -hmm. they're indoor city cats indoor city cats what do you think of that cider by the way it's all right that's what i thought too that's why there's so many in there because i was like oh i'll get a whole case of them yeah because i remember i've seen these for a long time in your fridge Mm -hmm. and so they're not I bad. To try it. It's like a local berry cider. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to Vala's this weekend, the like pumpkin patch, because mm-hmm. they're doing something for Michael's work. Oh, and I was thinking I need to get like four fucking bottles of that witch's brew. It's like a dark like berry wine kind Ooh. of, and it's delicious. And they had like a um, like cider slushies there mm. last year that I got it in yeah but anyways like i can't find it anywhere else like you have to go to Vala's, and like i'm not driving all the way out there every weekend to get some more witch's brew i've never heard of that oh my god i'll have to get i'll have to get you a bottle because it's delish how much is it i don't know it's probably like 10 bucks oh it's not super pricey yeah but it's so good (laughs) yeah 
I think it's some sort of, it might be some sort of cider, but it's a hard cider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've only been to Val's once. Yeah. It was a couple of years ago. It's good for children. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have alcohol, at least. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like Val's is for kids and... Uh, higher drunk adults or mm. like people who want to get like insta pics yeah you insta-pics. know pics like in the corn maze at the pumpkin patch like if you go on the hayride i know and it's too early to get pumpkins mm-hmm. i gotta keep bourbon <laughs> sorry everyone it smells like onions if you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm apologizing like they can smell it. Wait, what were you saying? Val's? Nothing. Yeah. Um, what was your high since we last spoke to, oh. the, to the people? Mm, what is my high? Okay, I have a high and then I have another thing that I should probably say is my high over the other one okay well, can you well what what about them i'd like to know i hung out with um so my sister brother-in-law and their kids my nieces and nephew came here um for like a little labor day weekend vacation mm-hmm. vacation Go to Omaha. stuff mm-hmm this is big city to them. <laughs> um, and hung out with them. That's one. The babies. And then the other one is that yesterday I was on FaceTime with Cam. And he was, like, getting together with family for his grandma's birthday. Mm-hmm. And... Um, his sister-in-law told me that, um, his nephew will not stop talking about me. Oh, <laughs> the little baby loves you. Yeah, the two-year-old. See, that's, like, perfect for in-laws, because you want them to think you're, like, gonna be the perfect mother and wife, mm-hmm. and it's, like, mm-hmm. being a little shady, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's, like, yeah, I like this kid, but I don't want my own kid. Yeah. I don't I won't like my own kids. Sorry. No. What the what what this kid's mom um his sister-in-law told me was that um he keeps saying um Logan's so nice. <laughs> that is so sweet. So yeah, I'm winning. Um that was that was a high for me. <laughs> That's so exciting. I love that for you. That's always it makes you feel good when kids really like you because usually they like they're so honest about everything. Mm-hmm. So if they like you, it means like you have good vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also when the two-year-old likes somebody so much that they talk about them a lot. Yeah, because they have like a um, short attention span. Like, right? He remembers you. That also probably makes other people in the family mm. like me more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. So that was the high. 
along with with you know seeing seeing my nieces and my nephew and my nephew there's three my nieces are twins and then my nephew is like a little over a year and a half old mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just needed a recap mm-hmm. those are two great highs yeah um my high same as you would be one is probably the the high the high that i should say but then the other one's kind of like it's a high you know it's a yeah. small high yeah small high um i started watching love island again and it's the perfect timing because football season just started and what do mm-hmm. i want to do I don't want to watch two screens of multiple football games going at the same time. Um, it's really, it's a strain on our relationship this football <laughs> season. It really is. And so um, I've been doing Love Island on my little tablet computer. And then I put one AirPod in and then I lay down on the couch and it seems like I'm engaging. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching Love Island. So yeah, that's the small high. The big high is um, also hanging out with my family Mm -hmm. because I had a wedding in Wisconsin this past weekend, which was exhausting flying into Chicago because I hate Chicago. Um, But like my family, it was so fun to hang out with my mom and dad, Mm. even though like my mom is so high maintenance. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I know the feeling. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But it was good to see them. And then Michael got to meet some of my mom's side of the family. And for reference, they're like, they all are very, like, Southern Indiana-like. Okay. So more like Southern okay. Indiana. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Emphasis on Southern. My uncle, he still has a mullet. Oh, yeah. From, like, the 70s. Like, he's kept wow. it. Like forty years, I swear he to God, he's kept committed it from when it was popular, yeah, through when it was gross, yeah, to back to back when to it, when it's popular, yeah, back to the he through the fashion the OG, cycle, like oh my God, I liked it before everybody else, literally, yeah. The wow. man knows who he is. Honestly, you gotta no, give and him he props still for that. has the like um, weird serial killer glasses. Oh yeah, but like they're like kind of cute now. Like they're insta- yeah. Again, it, it came back around. Yeah, he used to be the creepy uncle. Now he's the oh my god. Like I don't know. He's probably not cool. No, and it's so funny because Michael and him were hitting it off. God. Like they were talking so much and they were talking so loud, and I was like shh. Like, the wedding stuff was going on, and they were talking about fucking football. I was like, you guys need to stop. You need to stop. Is your uncle a Colts fan, too? No, not really. Okay. I mean, like, he is because he's an Indiana guy, but, like... is Are the Colts from Indiana? Yeah. I didn't the know The Indianapolis Colts. Hmm. I didn't know... I didn't know anything about Indiana or that anybody's actually from there until I met okay, you. Shut up. You live in South Dakota. <laughs> I said, you're from South Dakota. You can't say shit. We have I know, the Indy 500. I, am, I know. Um, we have the Pacers, a professional basketball team. Really? Yes. <laughs> I think we have a WNBA team, too. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I know I'm from a forgotten state. I know that. 
But I also just, whenever I would look at a map and see Indiana growing up, I just, it didn't seem like a real place. See, that's how we felt about you. It seemed like a foreign country. (laughs) It is. It is a foreign country. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, So anyways, my Indiana family met Michael and they loved him like Michael was so drunk and dancing and him and my dad were like dancing it was just so weird because my dad like never lets loose and then Mm -hmm. Michael just like was he Michael's feeding my little cousin shots he's 21 okay but I was like (laughs) I I didn't know he was 21 so I was like what the fuck picturing a (laughs) four-year-old shots of milk Ew. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he got my little cousin fucked up. God. And I, I'm sure. I didn't even know he was 21 because I was like, he's a baby to me. Like, he's yeah. like, I guess my younger brother is 21 and that's fucking weird too. Yeah. But yeah, no, my family loves him. Like, I think they like him way more than me. It's, I'm like, you fit in perfectly. You're white, blonde hair, blue, like, <laughs> not blue eyes, light eyes. So it's like. Yeah. He just looks like one of them more than I do. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I saw him dancing on your story. Oh. And I was like, okay, so he got more lit than than Liberty wanted him to be. (laughs) Yeah, literally. But it was like me and my mom and then like my dad and him fucked up. Which luckily, well, yeah, because I kept wanting to go home and my dad was like, could you please? I signed you up to sing karaoke. I was like, what, what the fuck? I was like, you don't sign me up to sing karaoke without asking me. I don't want to do that. Because then I forget what the the groom and like his friend did a song and it was so bad. And I was like, I don't want to go up there and embarrass myself like after the yeah. drunk dudes have. Like, he's like, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> I am just not prepared. My vocals are not warmed up. I they haven't weren't. sung in. Yes. 10 years. Yes. I was like, no, dad, I'm not doing it. He's like, please. And he's like, never. He just like never talks to me other than when he's like fucked up and like feeling sentimental. Reminds me of a time when um, um they would have like weekly karaoke nights mm-hmm. at my college. Yeah. Just like in the, you know, central student area. It, like it was the called union. the muck. Yeah. Um. The union, I guess. And um, my friends and I would, like, like study. And then once we heard, like, in there, and then once we heard people, like, singing, we would, like, take a study break and go watch. <laughs> and nobody was ever there. <laughs> but it was always the most hilarious thing ever. One time, this guy, um, he was being, like, hazed by his, like, frat brothers. It was obvious. And they made him sing let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> Not on the college campus. Uh-huh. So he was just this, like, skinny white guy, super awkward, was just up there. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> what the fuck? That was a great time of the week. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. They also did improv nights, and those were Ugh. those were really cringy because nobody there was good at improv. No, nobody's ever good at improv. Right. I like, swear, I hate improv. I think it's, like, so hard to be funny. 
like yeah. when you're doing like an improv performance and not like because then you're overthinking it too yeah. like you probably try so hard to make it funny that then it's not funny yes like that's why the snl writers sit in a room and they brainstorm ideas to find the perfect funny thing exactly and you're just coming up with it on a spot in front of like people a crowd when you're not even funny in the first place it's yeah. disgusting mm-hmm. anyways those were always like really cringe to watch we couldn't watch the whole thing oh they're so bad yeah i never understood what their storyline was either like they would just no, they jump sh- in and say random things yeah and that's the thing it, it's so hard to follow that it's not yeah. funny yeah exactly it was just like there there was no story yeah yeah anyway did you actually sing karaoke no i did not sing karaoke because <laughs> the guy was like um can liberty please come to the dj booth and i'm like are you fucking kidding me what the hell and so i have to go up and go talk to him and he's like um who's who's valerie by because my dad signed me up without even asking me what song i'd like to sing and then he said and then i told him it was amy winehouse and then later on he was like we don't have that and i was like it's fine because he was like is there anything else you'd like to sing i was like no i would not like to sing (laughs) god it was awful and then we went home. I was like, I was trying to leave before they called my name. Because there's, what, three people on the list? Mm-hmm. And there was, like, nobody there. It was just oh, weird. God. It was weird. Yeah. Ugh. Um, But that was my high. <laughs> <laughs> Not the karaoke part. Yeah. Which I didn't do. So there was drunks um or there was drinking there was a failed karaoke prank yeah. um there was oh my a, God. what i didn't even say the weirdest thing oh my God. wait this could be my buffalo um because the groom he was in the military or he mm-hmm. is in the military and so he wore like a like a uniform thing yeah and they're all like you say you say because like that's just how my family is like yeah. they're very conservative christians love the u.s yeah um and they did this thing i had gone to the bathroom i came back and they had my dad was in line with all these people at the front of the room and they were like we're gonna honor our veterans and he went on and on like the mc yeah like he just went on and on about how thankful he is for veterans and apparently he was a veteran and then he was just like (sighs) he was just making them all stand in line and then he went and handed them little pins like the flag pin and my dad hates this kind of stuff like he's like this is such like like it's just stupid yeah it's like it's just oh let's thank our veterans and then he just kept talking it's like we're at a wedding like can we party like Like, read the room (laughs) literally and then he starts singing the the dj okay he starts singing he had sang previously in the night as like elvis oh not he wasn't dressed up as elvis but But, like he he was singing and it honestly like we thought it was like music we we were confused he was actually really good okay okay but (laughs) (laughs) he starts singing and i'm proud to be an american (laughs) and he starts singing that and then people start going up and shaking the hands 
and hugging all of the veterans. And my dad is in the middle of this line. Like, he's so uncomfortable. It was so weird. We're just the extended family. Like, people don't know us. It was so weird. And then my family dragged me up there like it's rude if you don't go shake their hands and i was like what the fuck just go run to the bathroom i was so scared i was like i don't want to do this like this is weird i'm not in the third grade and like they're teaching me what it like what veterans are it was just so strange and i had to go up and shake their hands and i was like "Mm, thanks (laughs) thanks for your service And it was so weird. And half the guys, like, hated it. Like, yeah, there was one so woman. Embarrassing. Oh, dude, it was so fucking weird. I've never seen such a thing. And my dad thought it was, like, the DJ, that like, him singing was so good. At first, he was like, oh, you, we should hire him for your wedding. And I was like, that no. dude talks too much. Like, yeah. I'd have to pay him extra to shut up. <sighs> yeah. It was a lot. Anyways. Um, so I guess this leads to my low. <laughs> Um, I just picked up my purse conspicuously. Yeah, it looked very sketch. Um, and I'm watching <laughs> to see if a vape comes out. So, um, I, last week, I informed Liberty I am quitting vaping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was very, I'm very confident I'm going to do this. Cam was in on it, too. And... After about a day, <laughs> after about 24 hours, you already went and got a new one. I got a vape. Oh my God. And was like, I am winning myself off. This stays in my desk. I don't bring it anywhere. I hit it four, maybe four times a day. Mm-mm. Right. It started out that way. And oh, so then, you did kind of wean yourself off, and then it just and then it just like turned into a little bit more, a little bit more often, and then um, after a week, Cam bought another one, which I I didn't think he would last that long. I'm disappointed in you both. He's been on nicotine for like ten years. Ugh, no longer. Yeah, because he smoked cigarettes, didn't he? Uh huh. That is not good. Yeah. Um, so, my low. I'm sorry. Another failed attempt to quit. <laughs> You're literally an addict. I am. <laughs> this is AA. This is an AA meeting. <laughs> I can't believe it. Actually, I won't lie. I wasn't confident in your ability to quit. Just by the way you were talking about it, about how you just, like, really wanted it so bad. But I can't. But I want it. <laughs> but I can't. I know. And I could sense that you were, like, I could tell that you were, like, not believing me. Yeah. But I, in my head, I was, like, she just doesn't know. <laughs> she just doesn't, she just doesn't know how serious I am. <laughs> hey. It's not a phase, mom. <laughs> I'm glad we both knew. Um, that's hilarious. Wait. Oh, that was your low. Yeah. I had a low, but now I can't remember what it was. Okay, Miss Perfect Life. No, I really <laughs> did. I had it on my phone. It's on my list. Um, well, we didn't, our last episode was recorded prior. So something did happen in between the last recording and now. It's been two weeks. 
Yeah, because we didn't record last week. So. Oh, you're Valium? No. <laughs> That's actually a high. That's a- <laughs> oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. A buffalo. Have you been... Okay, we got to wait for the buffalo. Um, Well, technically my buffalo was the weird veterans. Okay. They thing. Oh, yeah. Um, What's that though? Something about the Valium. Have you been using it? No. Okay. Oh, okay. I guess I'll just tell the story now. Sure. Um, I went to the urogynecologist who prescribed me muscle relaxers last time to help with my muscle, my pelvic floor spasms mm-hmm. and such. And then I just saw him a couple days ago and he like did a very short exam and I was like, what am I paying you for? Like, yeah, like, you didn't even know, like you didn't even feel everything. Like, he <laughs> felt like four spots and I was like, okay. He was like, like, well, it could be better. You gotta at least, like, penetrate my cervix. Yeah, like, for real. <laughs> I was like, I just feel like that's not enough. Like, Dr. Jill gets up in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just didn't know that this was different. And he was like, well, I think we should try and put you on the Valium suppositories just because they help with women, like, with issues like you. And it's better for you than, like, the muscle relaxer because, like, the Valium is going to be kind of like how an IUD is, like, centralized. It's like that. But anyways, so they were like, well, um, you can't get this filled at a normal pharmacy. So you're going to have to go to this compound pharmacy place. Um, that's actually, she's like, it's kind of further out west. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I hate West Omaha. Um, and she's like, and then we'll fill the order and then they'll call you with like the estimated price. And I was like, uh, okay. And it's weird. It's like kind of sketchy, like this private pharmacy yeah, that they have to send it directly to and then they make the medicine like for you. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, pharmacies make the medicine for you. Regular ones. They make it like, like they put together the capsules and stuff. Oh. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that makes, I don't know. I'm just nervous about it. But they basically said to take it, they're like the same way that I do the muscle relaxers when I'm having like a flare. Yeah. To take them because they were like, it's good like like before sex so you don't have like pain or Would any that issues affect after. Michael? I don't think so. Would that make him have a limp dick? <laughs> <laughs> you know, how have you taken Cocaine. <laughs> you dip your dick in it cocaine. It stays hard block. <laughs> no, it like delays the oh, like, um. I guess that makes sense. Uh, orgasm. Because <laughs> like there's so much blood right there, you get that into the blood. Yeah. Ew. But like if you put the suppository in before sex, even if I think it's been a few hours, like it, you know, it's still gonna be there right because i would think but I, I honestly i'll have to ask the pharmacist i never questioned yeah. the pharmacist but i think i will because i don't know i haven't even thought about that whenever i use boric acid suppositories overnight like in the morning a like little piece of it still falls out when i go pee like it doesn't completely dissolve i guess that makes sense so i don't I don't know, man. That's just tight. I don't think anything's falling out. <laughs> Smiles. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't tried that yet. I'll report back. Um, Do you have them? No. 
have to go pick them up and they're only open Monday through Friday from like 8 a.m. to 5. So I have to go during work, but I can do that. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say though, my low, Michael and I went to the gala. Um, he ended up drinking like 11 whiskey and Cokes and beer and wine. And then when we got home at literally 1230, after we got in there at 630, we were there for six hours. Um, we got into bed and I was annoyed because he was so fucked up and I was just put on my podcast and then I like started playing my Sudoku mm-hmm. and he kind of like moves a little bit. And so then I, that pissed me off kind of. So I kicked him a little bit like to push him over. Yeah. He s- leans up <laughs> and then like projectile vomits all over my side of the bed. And then I, like, wake up and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? As he's, like, laying on top of me, throwing up. And then he gets up and I'm like, what the fuck? I was, I, like, turned the light on. Shit, ton of puke. And then he's walking towards the kitchen. I don't know why he goes towards the kitchen and not the bathroom. Throws up on the stove. God. Throws up on the floor as I'm trying to move him towards the sink. Because I'm like, throw up in the fucking sink. Why throw... Maybe in his drunken state, he was like, I should get some water. Maybe. And that's why he went to the stove, because your cups are over there. Oh, my God, and maybe. was like, oh, I'm puking. Turn around on the floor. He was like a zombie. It was terrifying. Yeah. And so then I get up and I see, like, I go back to the bedroom, because I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. But I, there's a giant thing of puke. On my side of the floor. It was so much that, like, I couldn't pick it all up in, like, one handful. Like, I had to do multiple, <laughs> and it was just squishing around. I got it all oh. over my hands because it was so, like, I don't know. It was disgusting. It wasn't even, like, liquidy. It was, like, chunky. Oh, it was so nasty. I almost threw up cleaning it, so then I had yeah. to take a break. And then I went and cleaned the puke in the other. Or I started pulling off the sheets. Mm-hmm. And then Michael comes in. Drunk Michael is like, what? And he's like trying to get into bed. I'm like, no, get out of here. And he was like, why? And I was like, get the, go lay on the couch. And so I get him to the couch. I lay him down. And I was so pissed off. I like had to take off all the bedding, spray it with shit, throw it in the washer. And then I had to make my bed. And I tried to clean up as much as I could. But, like, it was disgusting. Yeah. It was disgusting. Um, I took pictures of it to prove. Because I knew he was going to, like... I haven't seen the pictures. Ew. You do not. It's disgusting. I just want to see, like, the mass. It was massive. Like, that's what he... Like, people don't understand, like, oh, you have to clean up puke sometimes. It was a massive thing. Like, I've never seen... I've never seen such a thing. Yeah. When I throw up, it's more, like, liquidy. Like, not food in (laughs) it, because I usually haven't ate... It's like cute, you know. It's like a pretty girl. It's a pretty puke. Puke. Pretty girl. (laughs) Pretty girl puke. Oh my god. Cal liked that. Yeah. No, Um, he liked it so much he wants to leave. (laughs) Um yeah, it was disgusting and I stayed mad at him for approximately twelve hours until he brought me flowers and chocolate and like all my favorite things. And then he apologized and was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It was fine after he apologized, but I was so fucking pissed off. Because in the morning, he didn't remember it. Yeah. 
he did not remember. And so I was like, here, let me show you the pictures. And then he'd be like, where's this one thing? And I was like, oh, I threw it out because you puked all over it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, sorry. <sighs> Disgusting. Disgusting. Um. So, yeah. What's your buffalo? <laughs> um, I don't remember what happened the past two weeks. It's been a blur. I told my therapist on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this week went by so fast. I didn't do the homework. Like, the night before, I realized that I had therapy the next day. And I was like, shit, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Because all the days blended together. Yeah. Um. Well, it was a short week, too, because it was, like, Labor Day weekend. Right? So, oh, wait, you guys had stuff due on Monday, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Um, um, but it's not a buffalo, but I discovered a place where you can get free drinks. <laughs> where? Nightly. At the hotel that they stayed at last weekend. Yeah. Um, from five to seven every night, there's happy hour. Okay. And so I, um, I went over there like Friday and Saturday, like night for dinner. Um, and I would, you know, go to their hotel first, meet them there. And then, um, we would just like go downstairs to the bar for their like free drinks during happy hour and they wouldn't check ids they would they wouldn't like check room cards or anything oh my god like they didn't take your name nothing (gasps) they were just like what do you want and then they gave it to you and just walked away we gotta go pregame like at the hotel yeah free drinks tips are awesome but yeah yeah Wow. You don't even have to prove that you're a a guest. Unless, I guess, you had a different different, bartender. Yeah. But, yeah. And one of the bartenders, Saturday night, gave my brother-in-law two beers when he asked for one. Awesome. He was just, like, handing him two beers. Oh, my God. And I was like, fancy. What? And, like, I said, we need to go there. That's the Mm -hmm. worst they could do is just say no. Yeah. Their um, sangria was good, and their cab was good. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's pretty nice. Yeah. And I'm not telling you bitches where it is because we gatekeep here. And also, <laughs> we don't want to share where your family was. True. Like, that's just kind of weird. Like, we're so famous. <laughs> I can't I can't tell you where we were. <laughs> but I can tell you we went to Spaghetti Works oh. Friday night. Like, I terrible? suggested other places. Um, but my sister was like, the kids voted on Spaghetti Works and it's like super kid friendly. And That's I was why you like, don't Fine. let the kids pick. And then we went there and the pasta was absolute garbage. Um, <laughs> and like it, it tasted like they bought, I got tortellini. Okay. Tasted like they bought, um, frozen, frozen? tortellini Ugh. and threw ragu on it. That's disgusting. Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. And it was so fucking loud in there. Children everywhere screaming. There was this lady walking around making balloon animals for tips. 
No. Like, yes. What are we at the Ponderosa? Like, what is <laughs> happening? And I was like, I saw the lady walking around making yeah. balloon animals, and I was like, that says everything you need to know about this place. Yeah. Do not go to Spaghetti Works if you don't have a two year old. I honestly never go there anyways. No, but I don't like, think it's worth it. It's just foul. A foul place. Kid friendly restaurants. Rancid vibes. No, that's a no. Yeah. Like they shouldn't be kid friendly. Like I don't know. I just think it's stupid. Yeah, it's like you're paying for their meal. I guess yeah, make it kind of enjoyable. Give them something to color with. Like I don't know. I love those restaurants that have those big old pieces that they rip off and then they give them crowns and then they get draw all over the table. Uh huh. I love that shit. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Wow. An adventure was had. Yeah, and then the next night, um, we ended up going to upstream. Which I, love I recommended mm-hmm. for a Friday night, but they were like, no. Um, so we went to Upstream Saturday, and uh, when we were eating, um, my sister and her husband were like, wow, this was a really good choice. And I was hmm. like, I know. Yeah. And we could have had an even better meal yesterday. Yeah. But you decided to take us to... Like through the portal of hell, yeah, into spaghetti works. Okay, this fucking nice. Oh! Better frame it. <laughs> you can see that on the camera. Probably not. I'm gonna leave it there for a minute. There is a fruit fly to on warn the wall. its friends. Yeah, disgusting. They're everywhere. Um. I already kind of said a buffalo, but another strange thing that happened to me yesterday, we were watching college football mm-hmm. and we were watching the Kansas State game and they were playing a college called Troy. Never heard of it. But their quarterback, they kept saying his name. And I was like, wait, I feel like I know him. Um, and it turns out I know him and I have his phone number because I met him when I, me and my family friend were vacationing together. In Orange Beach, Georgia. Not Georgia. Alabama. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we we met them in Alabama and they had like really southern accents and we were obsessed with them because we were like, oh my god, that's so cute. And they were literally like sixth graders or something. It's like, oh my god, I want a cowboy just like Hannah Montana. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> he kind of looks like um Ooh. the guy from Hannah Montana. And... So, like, we had met them, and it was, like, it's, like, the summer vacation, and we were with our family. So, it was, like, we kind of talked to them and hung out with them, but, like. It's, like, a summer vacation romance. No, it is. Yeah. I've had a few of those. (laughs) (laughs) I never had one of those, but my family also didn't go on vacations. We just went to out-of-state softball tournaments and (laughs) called them vacations. You always said that, (laughs) and it's so funny. (laughs) And then it makes me feel, like, so fucking privileged. Like, Michael will be like, I've never been to Florida. And I'm like, I went every year for, like, ten years. I haven't been to Florida either. What the fuck? We have to go on a Florida trip. Yeah. And you'll meet a southern (laughs) boy that becomes a college football player. Probably. But, yeah, so (laughs) I literally looked up his name online. I looked up the picture and was like, that's literally him. He's 6'2". Oh, my God. Oh, wait, no. He might have been, like, 6'4". I don't know. He was super tall when I met him. And 
when we were like 12. Shit. <laughs> but yeah, so he was on the TV and I was like, guys, I know him. And then I found his number on my phone and I was like showing it. And they Jesus. were like, wow. And Michael was like, he fucking sucks. <laughs> Twelve year old <laughs> summer vacation fling. Yeah, I don't even follow that kid on Instagram or anything. Like, I literally yeah. just have his phone number. <laughs> I could have been a footballer's wife. Yeah, rip. But that was a strange occurrence. Glitch in the matrix. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess something weird. Over the past few days, is that I've been watching a lot of Will Ferrell movies. Oh. <laughs> Which one? I watched like two and a half last night. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, that's kind of weird to binge Will Ferrell, right? I mean, um, dudes would do that, but I just would not expect you to. I know. Okay, which movies did you watch? Um, well, Cam and I watched Get Hard. A very Together. classic. And then... The same one yesterday. that you um, watched with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one guy. And I was like, no, I want to watch the movie. Instead of hook up. Come back. Yeah. And then yesterday I watched Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah. Classic. classic. And then... The Land of the Lost. Um, I don't think I've seen that. He's Is it like, good? Yeah. I mean, for... You know, it's... It's a Will Ferrell movie. Keeps you entertained. And then last night I started watching Anchorman and I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> wow. You know what you should watch next? What? Kicking and Screaming. Ooh, that's a good one. I love that movie. We got it on DVD. It's so good. That will be next. Anyways, that's strange. And I um, didn't think I would reveal that to anybody, but um, here we are. Us. Thank um, you. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> yes. Thank you for being vulnerable. You're welcome. Um. <laughs> okay. Should we move on to our um, topic for the day? Yes. Um, today we are going to read some Am I the Asshole posts from Reddit. Aida. What? Aida. Aida. Is that how you Am say I it? the asshole? I don't know. Mm. That's what I said. I didn't even know. When you texted me that, I was like, I don't know what this is because I never <laughs> use Reddit. But Reddit has some good shit, which yeah. is not a hot take. But anyways, um, so we both collected our favorites and mm-hmm. we're going to read through them and figure out if people are the assholes or not. Yeah. Um, Just everyday stories, you know. Mm-hmm. Other people being vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to start us off? Yeah. Of course. Okay. Let me find a good one. Okay. This one's a good one. Okay. Am I the asshole for posting quote unquote risque photos online? Mm. Have you read this? No. It was literally posted two days ago. Um, I'm going to try and summarize this because it's kind of long. But the background is... Um, in 2020, I, 28-year-old female, began my wildland firefighting career. After my first year, I realized I desperately needed to get in better shape for the next season. So in late 2020, I decided to adopt a workout reg- regime. Yeah. It's, it should be regimen, but she put regime. <laughs> 
And as a result, I lost 20 pounds. Fast forward a few months, my confidence skyrocketed and I wanted to share my journey. I began frequently posting before and after photos of my fitness progression on Instagram. Okay. One of these photos was taken in my sister's bathroom where there was optimal lighting. Sure. <laughs> the bikini I was wearing was pretty revealing, but it covered up my privates. And again, my intent was to show my progression. Yeah. Later that evening, I opened my Instagram to find infuriated messages from my sister, 30-year-old female, telling me this photo was extremely inappropriate and my boyfriend follows you. What if my boyfriend sees this? And, quote, in my ba- in my bathroom? How dare you? And this is slutty and selfish. I explained to her my intention for sharing this photo was to show my fitness progression and wasn't meant to be sexualized. And I was offended she had done just that and wasn't supportive of my accomplishments. Blah, 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 blah. She continued to berate me. I ended up blocking her boyfriend and her from every platform and my phone because the messages she was sending began to border abuse. Wow. (laughs) First of all. Slutty and Selfish should be a t-shirt. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our first t-shirt? Slutty and Selfish? Question mark? <laughs> um, yeah. Are you done, though? Um, there's a little bit more, but I just wanted to, like, kind of get your thoughts. Yeah. Um, my, after the t-shirts, um, my <laughs> first thought is, um, have you ever seen... Uh, bikini competition. Like, yeah. uh, what is it called? Um, the fitness, the... Um, Bodybuilding. Bodybuilding, yeah. Bodybuilding competition. Like, that's just what they wear. Like Those women wear, like, a fourth of a napkin yeah. on each nipple and their badge. Yeah. Like, and that's acceptable. Yeah. Like, your sister being in a, quote, revealing bikini, which I doubt is as revealing as those yeah. bodybuilding competitions, um, isn't an issue. And also the fact that, like, she's offended because her boyfriend would see it. Yeah. Like, your boyfriend probably sees plenty of tits and ass all over his TikTok. Like, yeah. Like, if you're worried about your boyfriend seeing, uh picture of your sister's fitness progression just because she looks good yeah like maybe you should reassess your relationship it's this is a problem all of this is a problem yeah and like they're definitely not the asshole the sister is the asshole oh for sure and so she ends this by saying, my sister has always been insecure around me with her boyfriends because of her body. Okay. She has always been a bit heavier and has expressed her dislike for it, where I have always had a leaner athletic build. She doesn't talk about it much, but it's really apparent in these situations. Her current boyfriend is also not the type to do the kind of shitty behavior she's worried about. With that being said, I feel I shouldn't have to conform to her standards with my own Instagram posts due to her own insecurities. So am I the asshole? No. No, and you don't need to conform to, I don't know, somebody else's insecurities. Um, unless you're, like, being, like, blatantly, like, rude and triggering about it, which yeah. it sounds like she's not. No. Um. No, she's yeah. probably just offended. She's like, why are you coming at me? Like, that's, you're projecting. Yes. That's 1, not your sister's problem. Yeah. Ugh. And then people are saying, like, why would she? they say risque? Like, this isn't even risque. Like, think about how many yeah. influencer po- 
influencers post. And even now, like, you get ads for, like, Skims or, like, yeah, Savage by Fenty. Like, those things. Like, like are you mad at influencers that have banging bodies and are um, ambassadors for Savage by Fenty? Like, no, you're not. Because you enjoy those pictures. Yeah. I enjoy like, those pictures. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, that one, that was a good starter, though. Definitely not the asshole, though. No. Oh, uh, let's see. My first one is, am I the asshole um, for making my future in-law babysit his siblings during my wedding? <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is a 26-year-old woman. So um, my fiancé, male... 28 years old. Ooh, 28? Um, yes. My fiance's aunt, who's 39, um, is giving me hell right now because my fiance and I decided on a child-free wedding. My fiance comes from a big family, particularly on his dad's side. His dad is one of eight, including two sets of one of his So her fiance has no siblings of his own, but has a lot of cousins. Okay, the aunt mentioned above is a mother to eight of his cousins and another one on the way. Um, so, my fiancé and I decided after a long discussion that our wedding ceremony and reception will be child-free. Of course. We don't want any interruptions, distraction, mm-hmm. uh, destruction, etc. Yeah. This is meant to be our special day, and we both agreed that for us and our wedding, the best decision is to... Allow only those 18 and older to attend. Mm. It also seems, uh, it also (laughs) keeps the attendance party smaller um, for budget. um, And then they decided that in addition to this, um, they would host a family gathering at her parents' home. With like uh, kids invited. Yeah, a week after the wedding for all the kids. So they feel included. Okay. Um, So it feels like a win-win. They don't need to be included. Um, Just saying. Yeah. (laughs) So a week after the invitations went out, um, specifying that the event would be child-free and there would be a family party a week later, his aunt calls um, about the, quote, mistakes on the invites. (gasps) Mistakes? Um, (laughs) He tells her it is not a mistake. She asks if it applies to her. Um, He says it does. She fights him on it. He stays firm and heard um she tells my fiance that because the wedding is quote child free um none of her children will be coming (gasps) except for the one in her womb are you fucking kidding me she says that all of her sweet babies that love him so much including her oldest who's 19 years old will be staying at home instead of celebrating his (gasps) wedding with him um and then he asks what she means since um that cousin is meant to be one of his groomsmen. Um, oh, no. And she goes off on him about how she can't afford a sitter to watch seven kids and that it isn't fair that they get left out um, while the eldest is included. Are you kidding me? And even if she could afford a sitter, she isn't going to trust a, some stranger with her kids. Uh, um, and then he hung up on her. No. The only thing that has us questioning if we might be assholes is the 
fiance's cousin texting him about the whole mess and asking if we just allow kids at the wedding so he can still be in it and won't have to babysit. We feel bad for him and we want him in our wedding, but we don't want children there. Yeah. And if we just make an exception for aunt's... For that aunt's children, but no one else's, will piss off everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if we allow allow everyone to bring their kids, we'll be miserable. Are we the assholes? Should we just suck it up? No. They're definitely not the assholes. I, You know how I feel when we talked about weddings? Mm-hmm. I don't want children there. They are demons. And what parents would not... would not want to go out and have a night without kids like right it's supposed to be enjoyable and it's like i don't know when you're trying to celebrate other people and then you have your kids running around throwing tantrums like you don't get to enjoy yourself and by the sounds of it he has a ton of kids in his family yeah so the wedding would be overrun by children yeah it's not like a couple kids yeah like and that one person has eight (laughs) Like, um, so I can't stand that, especially being like, well, they don't want somebody they don't trust watching their kids. Like you should have somebody you can trust to watch your kids because like, what if something happened to you Yeah, and then your kids are just left like to who? Like you just, if you don't trust somebody else to take care of your kids, like you're never going to be able to like continue on with your life. And then when your kids graduate and leave you. What are you going to have? Right. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of people who refuse to get babysitters because of that issue, like not trusting people. Um, But it's like, would you rather go to your nephew's wedding or miss it to because you're stubborn? Which she wouldn't miss it, it sounds like, but... I don't know. It's just like, why are you... I don't know. I feel like people get so entitled Mm -hmm. when you know the people who are getting married, like, intimately. Yeah. Like, like parents. Yeah. Throw fits about, like, certain people attending and um, allowing kids there and blah, blah, blah. um, All the time. And this is just not... But anyways, I, I see why they feel bad because like the, that guy's cousin, um, like obviously he wants him in the wedding and that kid also wants to be in the wedding and they feel like torn. Yeah. But I think, honestly, I think it would just work itself out if they just like, stood their ground and like the nephew just like either he would end up going because the aunt would like um I don't know would just give in yeah um or start feeling bad for her son um or he just wouldn't be able to go and Honestly, like, that's not a big deal. Like, when that wedding is actually happening, like, people walk down alone all the time. Or, like, a groomsman walks down with two girls. Like, that happens a lot. Like, it's not a big deal. No, it's fucking stupid. (laughs) Like, And honestly, it's... That kid would only be able to be mad at his mom. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're not the assholes. Yeah. They ain't. He's the asshole. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I don't drama. want children at my wedding. No. Uh, but my cousin's baby, though, at the last wedding I just went to. Mm-hmm. So freaking cute. Mm-hmm. She was super cute and caused no issues, but it was one child, so. Um, okay, well, the next one, which I think we might, we should, like, say the name, who posted it, I think, so then people oh. can find it if they want. Okay, mine was posted by, how do you know? What I read was by Wedding Help. Interesting. Anyways. Mine was scrambled, scrambled smeagol eggs. (laughs) 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 Scrambled smeagol eggs. Okay, that's goofy. Um, Okay, the next one. This one is another, another good one I found. Um, it says, what, would I be the asshole if I left my child in economy while we flew in business class? <laughs> Posted by you, select highlight 8827, three days ago. Okay. Um, it's kind of long, so I'm just gonna skim. Okay. My boyfriend, 40-year-old male, and I, 33-year-old female, have been together for five years and are trying to organize our next holiday. He settled on a destination and so excited for the family trip. We're looking at flights and that will likely be at least nine hours long with business class flights, resort stay, and plenty of experiences. He makes significantly more than me, but we will split the cost of the holiday 50-50, including my child's costs. The problem is he does not want to let my child, 13, onto the same class on the plane as us. He thinks that the child should be grateful to be getting an international trip and just enjoy the movies and whatever other amenities there are on the flight (laughs) that they can pop up and visit us whenever in business class and that it's not worth the extra cost, even if he were a millionaire. Hypothetically, (laughs) if he were a millionaire. I feel like it's weird to sit apart from my child for a nine-plus-hour flight, even if they're comfortable enough on a plane, and I'd probably prefer to downgrade my flight if boyfriend is unwilling to split that specific cost. He thinks I'm being weird for wanting to make that concession, and it's not a big deal for child to fly alone. So, would I be the asshole, or am I being a helicopter and stressing over something silly? I don't think you're the asshole. (laughs) No! Um, (laughs) I don't know how old the children are. But, um, assuming they're younger than, say, 14, I would feel uncomfortable if my kids just. You do not know those people on a plane. Like, yeah. Maybe if you had a fucking nanny or something. Right. You can send her back with the, like, send them with the nanny. Yeah. And you guys can sit in the up front. But it's like. That's like putting your dog in, like, the bottom of the plane and just, like, hoping that, like, they get there okay. Yeah, I think it's- it says <laughs> more <laughs> about how he feels about the kids yeah. than actually, like, not wanting to pay more. Yeah, there's, like, some deep-rooted. Yeah, like, and that's just going to make the kids hate him more. Oh, for sure. Like, because this is, like, a blended family type of thing. Yeah, and it's like you have to earn it to sit up there, and it's like <laughs> that is so fucked up. Like he's yeah. literally a child. Like, yeah. just sit, pick the row. You guys can each have like, or you guys can all be in one row and mm-hmm. get the one with longer leg room. I guess it is a nine-hour flight, but like, 
I don't know. It's a trial. Like, it's just so fucked up. If you can spend the money, fucking spend it. Or don't go. Like Yeah, and it's like you signed up for this relationship. Yeah. Maybe you don't want to fly with a kid for nine hours, but, like, you're with a woman who has a kid. Yeah. And, and you're bringing 13. him with you. It's probably, oh. like, like they're self-sufficient, mm-hmm. but, like, you still shouldn't leave them alone. So, it's, like, they can entertain themselves. Like, they probably yeah. have a phone that they can listen to music on and download mm-hmm. some movies for. They'll be fine. Like, what, are you trying to fuck in first class? Yeah. No. It's so annoying. Yeah. Yeah, this one pissed me off. Um, and then there's an edit just as a further explanation for why he's against it. He has a view where children might not appreciate the value of business class and that his parents went on business class while he flew economy on his own. And some kids don't ever fly on a fucking plane. Like, right. They're grateful to even be. I was grateful to even be on a fucking plane. Like, Mm -hmm. I know how expensive that was even when I was younger. Um, and then he, she says, he absolutely wants to enjoy the business class for himself for the long haul on a nice plane. He's fine with me sitting in economy also or bumping up my child at my own cost, even though he disagrees morally and thinks I'm being kind of silly. He would accept it. OK, so then just fucking do that. But then she'd have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, he has splint. He has splint. <laughs> he has spent plenty of money and time on my child for birthdays, events and milestones. They get along well and have had very few upsets every now and then. I've had to stick up for one or the other, but I feel like that's to be expected with blended families. Yeah. I think that's just like a weird thing to like defend. Yeah. It's it's just a a weird thing to like uh funnel your uh, your energy into. You know? Yeah. It's like like, why are you so upset about it? Get yeah. over it. I don't know. I That one is so weird. Okay. My next one is by throw S-D-G-N-U-3-4-9. Um, <laughs> am I the asshole for um, telling my son he has to wear clothes? <laughs> my son... 19 years old, loves to just wear um, underwear in his room for whatever reason. (laughs) Okay. He'll throw on a shirt and pants if he has to step out to go to the bathroom, come to the kitchen, talk to anybody, etc. But otherwise, he's just in his underwear. (laughs) I'm a 48-year-old man. Um, Told him multiple times that I dislike this and that he has to wear clothes in case his mom or I have to come into his room. Yeah. He says that if we start knocking, um, <laughs> he'll throw something on and then it'll be okay. Oh I told God. him he still has to wear clothes and then he made another excuse and said it was too hot. In the summer, I tend to keep... I said... <laughs> In the summer, I tend to set the thermostat to around 85 <gasps> or 87 to save money. Fuck? Just turn it off. I turn it down to around 80 to 82 once the sun goes down. Oh, my God. I would die. Because then it takes less energy. <laughs> he says that it makes him sweat when he's just sitting around not doing anything. Well, of course. And I rejoined by saying, it's not so hot. Or if it's so hot, go spend a couple hours outside and see if it still feels hot. <laughs> we live in Oklahoma and it routinely gets up to 100 in the yeah, summers. Sure. He rolled his eyes at this and we just kept arguing. I'm wondering how now if I'm the asshole, am I? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> you're keeping your house at 87 degrees in the summer? I wouldn't. I'd be walking around naked. Um, spend less money on clothes and spend more money on cooling your house. Yeah, see. That is insane. Or just don't turn... The thing, too, is, like, some people, yeah, don't run their AC, but... That is too hot. hot. It is too hot. It is too hot. When you have children, it's like, yeah, you're gonna have to keep that. Yeah. Keep that AC on. What did they do when they were, like, babies? They kept it at 90 degrees? Probably not. This man's probably old and bitter, hates his life. Yeah. And that's why he does it. But... uh, That's like my dad (laughs) would always say, because my dad kept our house at, like, 72, sometimes 69. Like, we go, like... Yeah. It's cold in my parents' house. And so, growing up, like, in high school, I would just walk around, like, in my pajama shorts... Yeah. And, like, a tank top, and he'd be like, put some clothes on. Oh, my God. Or, like, my mom will always be like, if I was cold, and I'd be like, oh, it's so cold in here. And they're like, put clothes on. And I'm like, it's fucking hot outside. What if I'm about to go outside? Yeah. Make me throw on a sweatshirt and some pants because you keep the house, like, the Arctic. <laughs> it's not my fault. I was not allowed to touch the thermostat, like, even when oh, I was, no. like, I've never over 18. It. I didn't even know how they worked because True. I could never touch it. Mine, like, the control for the thermostat was, um, like, this this tiny little beige box on the wall mm-hmm. that had, like, a dial. Yeah. It was so old. Yeah. I didn't know how to work it either. And if anybody touched it, my dad would be so pissed off. Oh, yeah. Which he's already an angry man. So. Yeah. That's how my dad is. And he'd be like, who? change the thermostat and i'm like yeah. it's not fucking me like i don't know how that and, thing works and i feel like button. half the time nobody touched it no it just like changed on its own yeah probably because it was too fucking warm in there because mm-hmm. it was trying to save money as like this guy but it wasn't 87 degrees in my house yeah no that's um, ridiculous 75 yeah. is hot yeah that's crazy uh-huh anyway thought that was funny <laughs> that was funny Okay, I don't have that many more good ones. I think this is my last good one I saved. Okay. Okay. Um, This post is by Reading Chemical 6240. Am I the asshole for refusing to change the color of my sister's bridesmaid dress, even though she hates it? I can't believe I'm posting about this, but I really need some insight. I, 23-year-old female, I'm getting married to my fiancé, 25-year-old male, in November. We're really excited and the day is fast approaching. I have five women being my bridesmaids. One of them is my sister, Millie, 21-year-old female. Mm. Millie has always been more of a tomboy growing up, but doesn't have an issue with wearing dresses for formal events. I want my bridesmaids to wear matching dresses, which everyone knew when they accepted. Duh. Okay, yeah. I bought and paid for the dresses. Oh, then you can't complain. Okay. They're a relatively simple style and in a pastel pink color. Millie is now angry and saying she won't wear the dress because it's pink and too girly. She's even threatening to not attend the wedding anymore unless I return her dress and pick out another color. I'm distraught that she'd make such a problem out of a dress color when she knew I wanted the bridesmaids to match, which I don't think is that big of a deal because you know that. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. Um, I think Millie is being dramatic and could deal with wearing the dress for one day, but TBH, my feelings are really hurt that she'd threatened to drop out of the wedding over this. I agree with that. Um, 
My fiance thinks I should kick her out of the wedding party before she causes bigger problems closer to or on the day. My parents got themselves involved in this and told me to just exchange the dress for the same one in a different color. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. And that we're both acting like children. Would I be the asshole if I told Millie to suck it up and wear the dress if she wants to be a bridesmaid and just not budge on the issue? No, no. you would not be the asshole. That is the most ridiculous thing. They're 21 years old. They're not like 12 throwing a fit because they don't like that color. Right. You're an adult. It's like if you don't like how you look on the wedding day, don't post pictures of yourself. Yeah. Like. If you're and it's that, your sister. Yes. If you're that obsessed with. I'm, you're 21. So I'm assuming you're worried about like people on socials like, you know, thinking you're hot. Yeah. And then that's don't an post issue. pictures. Don't post pictures. And also, it's your sister. Also, she paid for the dress. Yeah. Be that's thankful another for thing. that. Yeah. Most, like, brides don't pay for your dress. Um, I've worn, I've worn a couple bridesmaid dresses that I didn't think looked good on me. Yeah. I didn't really like them. Yeah. But I wore them. Yeah. Because it's not my day. No, it's not. And I wanted to be in the wedding. Like, you can wear a cute dress that you like on your wedding day. This is just, like, another example of people feeling entitled. Exactly. Around weddings. And um, also, your parents, your parents saying that you should just exchange the dress. Jesus Christ. There's a ghost. Um, You should just exchange the dress. No. Like, that is so another stupid. Color. Clearly, we know who the favorite child exactly. is. Exactly. I'm so yeah. sorry for you. My parents would totally say that to my younger brother. If I asked... Just yeah. slap me across the face and be like, whatever your sister tells you to do. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, it, this one made me so mad. I Bridesmaids drama is, like, I like feed off of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's such good drama. I wouldn't kick her out of your wedding. Like, she's your sister. She's going to end up sucking it up. Yeah. Like. And, she would have to. You know. Yeah. It'd Don't. be better if the parents helped. It'd be better if the parents weren't involved. True. But if they were involved, say tell her to wear the fucking dress. Like exactly, parent her. she wants to act exactly. like a child. Parent her. I would just like tell them to figure it out themselves because I feel like your children going to you over something stupid like that means that they come to you for stupid things all the time. Mm-hmm. Meaning that you enable them, yeah, to do that. You coddle them, yeah. And they're not their own person, even as an adult. Stop it. Cut that shit off. It's not your issue. They're an adult. People are so stupid. Yeah. Anyways. I have a couple to choose from. Okay. Okay, I'll do one more. (laughs) Should I do... We could do a second part another day. Should I do... Telling my girlfriend that she needed to apologize to my friend after she went off on her on a trip. Um, oh, a female friend? Mm. Or am I the asshole for not giving my badminton racket to a random child? <laughs> <laughs> or am I the asshole for calling my sister's boyfriend a player and a womanizer? I like the first one. Okay. It's a little bit of a long one. Mm. It's okay. Sometimes those are better because you get more. More information. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, this weekend, I took a little friend vacation with my close friend group. Um, 
A few of them invited their significant others, and I've been dating my girlfriend for a long for a long enough time that I don't think it would be awkward to bring her along. So my girlfriend gets along with all my friends very well, excluding one. My friend Jessica is a very nice girl and in a lot of ways is very similar to my girlfriend. I think Mm -hmm. that this is just one of those cases where people who are similar just repel because on paper they should be very good friends. Yeah. Um, They aren't outwardly rude to each other. Um, However, it is clear they just don't vibe. So, three things happened on this trip that that led to disaster. Mm. Okay. One. First, our day, or no, our first day there, we planned on going to the beach. While we were getting ready, my girlfriend um, told me she was feeling bloated and she forgot to pack a one-piece to wear. I told her we could just chill in the room and she said she wanted to go down to the beach but she would go buy one at the resort shop. On our way down, we ran into Jessica, and I told her we were going down to the shop to look for a new bathing suit. Jess then offered to let my girlfriend borrow one of hers. My girlfriend immediately rejected and said we would buy one. Mm. Two. (laughs) Event number two. We were at... I know, these nuts. Demons. Event number two. We were at a bar drinking and dancing. Jess is only like 5'5 five five and probably less than 130. She is also pretty much skin and bones, so she's lightweight. Um, is that? Eventually, she got pretty lit and was, <laughs> find, <laughs> was finding everyone and um, trying to get us to take a shot. When she got to us, I was down, but my girlfriend wasn't. Oh, no. I told her it'd be fun, but she said no, and Jess said we were being boring. Um, so, so I just took a shot with Jess. This set his girlfriend off. Um. Event number three. The final issue was that the next day, me and my girlfriend were late for breakfast because we were getting intimate and lost track of time, which was wrong of us. Good for them. So apparently Jess said she'd come get us, and she walked past our door and she heard zoo noises and then she went back down to um everyone else and said that we were occupying each other and like maybe need a minute (laughs) um when we got downstairs the group was cracking jokes which i thought was no big deal then they said jess heard us to which my girlfriend got mad because it was jess yeah it's like why she's snooping around yeah and then came back and was telling everybody about it. I'd be pissed, honestly. Yeah. Somebody heard me hearing sex. Hearing sex. Somebody heard me hearing sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is apparently the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> My I'm girlfriend sure. snapped on her and told her that Jess was, uh, has been being catty to her all trip. And she's been just trying to have a good time. She told her to stop being such a pick-me bitch to her. Um, This caused Jess to cry. I told my girlfriend she needed to apologize to her and resolve whatever beef they have. Yeah. My girlfriend said that Jess needs to apologize to her for the fact that she did and that I'm being a dick for taking her side. We've been fighting about this since we got back and things are now awkward with Jess. Um, my friends are split on this, as some think that my girlfriend was being overboard, while some think she may have a point, which I don't understand. 
Um, okay, <laughs> there's a lot there. A lot to unpack here. Um, this is just like one of those things that always comes up. Like, yeah, girlfriends not liking their guys' girlfriends, girl friends, yes, girl space friends. Mm-hmm. And I think in this situation, I, I feel like he might have left shit out. That was important to this story. And it probably was a lot of small things, like, too. Like, I've had plenty of, like, guy friends, girlfriends that I haven't liked. And I'll be like, I don't know. Like, I'll tell them. And then they'll probably think, oh, it's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. Until it, like, blows up. And then they're like, what the fuck? Why are you being a bitch? Yeah. And it's, like, girl things, too. Like, sometimes boys just don't get it. Like, there's things girls will do. Like, a girl looking over your shoulder and watching what you're doing on your phone. That's a red flag. Guys, right? like, they're probably just like, whatever, like, it's fine. And you're going to defend your friend, too. Yeah. Like, I don't know. This is. Yeah. And, like, he's writing it, like, from from his perspective. From his perspective. Jess was being, like, nice and, and fun and non-problematic. Like, no undertone. But it's, like, yeah. in reality, like, you're. Either your girlfriend is, like, a jealous, like, bitch or um, just actually had, like, a bitchy tone. Yeah. Or, like, you know, uh, <laughs> reading between the lines, there was something, yeah. some other meaning going on there that he just didn't pick up on. No, they totally missed that. And girls are, like, like maybe she was territorial over him in the right. way that, like, it's it, her friend. But also in a way, like, what if they were the only two single ones for a long time in their friend group? And then they just became closer because everybody else was in a couple. So then you coming along, like, the girlfriend coming along, and then, like, them not, I don't know, just her, like, trying to be nice, but also probably a little hesitant. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of things at play. Yeah. There's, like, so many things that we don't know. Yeah. And so it's hard to say because I don't know if your girlfriend is just like overly possessive for no reason or if this girl is actually taunting her or if it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And are they both assholes? I don't know. Yeah. I honestly don't know. But I think from my personal experience that I've been jaded by boyfriends who have had like girlfriends. Yeah. I don't know. Like, one time, my ex's friend, she took a picture of her and another girl, like, kissing him on the cheek, on each side of his cheek, in, like, a frat, and then, like, posted it, and then he didn't tell me about it. I saw it on Facebook, like, two weeks later, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, doing shit like that. Like, I would never kiss my guy friends on the cheek, like, for a picture. Like, it's so fucking weird. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So he would always like they would she would say weird shit to me or she would like ignore me and just be like, Oh man, hi and she would like jump into his arms. And that shit like scars you. Like I like any woman any girl that's even like close to Michael sometimes I just like have to feel it out because I'm like see what their intentions are. Yeah, because I'm like you can kinda like bust his balls and have fun with them, but like if you start flirting Oh yeah. Like I'm gonna kill somebody. Yeah. But that's because I am a jealous bitch. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I guess Cam doesn't have. He has girlfriends, but none of them act weird. Yeah. Um, 
there's just some girls you get the vibe yeah. you can't trust them around your boyfriend like yeah it's the a thing is it's a thing i can trust my boyfriend around yeah. girls like that yeah i mean that's how i feel too so, it's just always there's some I people just, you just yeah. don't want that energy around even yes. if it's like yeah i trust this person but like why why are they bringing this person around that's like constantly right. causing issues and like if that's yeah i don't know i'm just like yeah bad energy mm-hmm that was a good one. Right? Well, def- I think we should do another episode of this. Yeah, I have a couple more. Yeah. On to the cat guru. Oh, yes. <laughs> this week's... Excuse you. Um, <laughs> Silence. Um, this week's cat guru is Kiki La Duchette. Kiki La Duchette. Yes, it's a gray cat with a little like flower thing around one of her ears and she's wearing like what is that called um it's like the weird thing in a like three-piece suit that like looks like a bib the bib i think it is a bib okay she's wearing a bib for a tuxedo yeah but yeah she's got some flowers in her stage wow she's a broadway girl Okay. The French writer Colette had a lifelong love affair with cats. They often featured in her writing, and she even wrote a series of one-act plays, Dialogues de Betis, 1905, featuring her gray Maltese Kiki La Duchette. Duquette? I just said La Duchette. Duchette. I don't know. <laughs> um, one could argue that in her uncompromising life, Colette took inspiration from her feline friends. Cute. Aw. Kiki La Duchette says... Don't be afraid to expose your belly. <laughs> With each of your nine lives as if every one of, was your last. Ignore convention. Follow your own path. Okay, wow. That was good advice. Mm-hmm. I like the, the belly one. Thank you for listening. Like yeah. our podcast. Leave a review. Spotify, rate us. Um, follow us on Insta and TikTok. Stay don't not sure which handle goes with which but (laughs) there's stray cats podcast and stray cats pod but i think it's pretty obvious once you like google it so or look it up yeah thanks for listening yeah but this is your weekly reminder to end your summer with a bang end this end this performance of the season Mm. with a bang do yeah. something a little insane, a little kooky, oh a little like Jennifer Coolidge. quirky. Ugh. Um, get a tattoo. Be unpredictable and show your tummy. Do something out of pocket. Mm. Beautiful. Bye. Bye. Bye.